Welcome to episode eight of the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Hope you're all well. Thank you for joining us once again as we take a look at a new story arc. Before we get to meeting all of the lovely people that have joined us and are going to take part in this episode, let me first tell you that now the Nerd Herd is available on most podcast networks. There you can see if there's an example on Spotify, but we are everywhere right now. <laughs> So if you missed the live show and you want to catch up and you can't make it to YouTube or you're just sick of looking at our, our ugly faces on a screen, um, you can catch up now via audio that way. Um, so, yeah, that's great news. I think that's exciting. And uh, if you are tuning in and listening to the podcast and you, and you want to join us for the live show, you can find the details in the description of the podcast right there for you. So, that said, let's meet my lovely co-hosts. First up, we have Shane from Dawn of Comics. How you doing, mate? Ahoy, ahoy. I'm good, you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Phil from Comics Gaming Figures. How are you? You okay? All good. Looking forward to this. Good, good. And we have Scott Shelf. How are you, mate? Hello, everyone. I'm good, thank you. How are you? With a new haircut as well, mate, I see. With a new trim, yeah. Looking snazzy, my friend. Ooh, thanks. It's, it's perfect for all the podcast listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shake for them. Give it, give it a shake. It. Oh, I bet they love it, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll make it the thumbnail, mate, you know, so people can yeah. see. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> You're still hoping. <laughs> okay, so let's take a look and meet the herd. Let's see who we've got gathered here uh, today. Uh, let's go through the comments. We've got T1 Collectibles Gaming and Movies saying, good evening all, let the nerding begin. Someone's yeah. excited. We've got Liam in the house. Hello, everyone. Hello. I've got to scroll down here. This is what happens when we do a longer intro. <laughs> We've got Comic <laughs> Deal saying, evening, folks. Scrolling down and then it jumps on me. I hate when it does that. You scroll down and the thing just jumps, you know. We've got the noob in here, evening, peeps. We have Hydra Collectibles saying, hi, guys. Heard great things about this book, but haven't read it. So going to skip this week. Hope you all enjoy the show. Okay, buddy, we will catch you later. And we got Amy in here as well. Hello, everyone. Looking forward to this one tonight. I hope I don't hear bad things. <gasps> Is that a threat? That sounds like a threat. Well, she said <laughs> last week, didn't she? She's a fan of Dave. She did, yeah. I do remember. And uh, we got our friend Pete, GP Venom, saying, hi, all. Uh, let me just check, make sure that's everybody. I don't like missing people out. I think that's it. I think that's everybody there. Nice. If you are new and you're watching for the first time, say hi. Probability is we're going to say hi back as well. So what are we reading this week, folks? All together. Come on. We haven't done it all together for a while. So. All together. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we're reading uh, Dave, spelt with a four instead of an A, uh, and this was by IDW uh, from 2015. However, it was published previous to this in 2013 by a publisher called Monkey Brains that I'd never heard of before. So if people are looking and they get confused, worth bearing that in mind as well. It's exactly the same from what I can see. So. No yeah, it, was, it was digital by Monkey Brains and then printed by IDW. Ah, so it was digital. We were talking as much just before the show here. We were like, was it? Was it not? You know, we, we I think, Phil, was it you that said you thought it was digital? Yeah, I think it was digital first. That's what I thought. And then obviously it, it done fairly well. So they wanted to put it in print, I'm guessing. 
So there we go, folks. That's what we're doing. We're doing Dave with a four. And this was Shane's pick. This was your pick, wasn't it, this week, Nick? Yes, yes, it was. Yes. Looking, he's looking all proud. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was me. <laughs> okay, then. So uh, synopsis time, then. Let's get the show on the road, folks. Let's get the discussion happening. Uh, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it may be my turn, isn't it? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Right, so uh, Dave is essentially a story about a robot uh, in the future that exists after they have wiped out humankind, uh, much like Skynet in Terminator. Um, and not just mankind, they like wipe out most life in the galaxy. And um, you kind of join Dave years later where he's a bit of a has-been. There's nothing left to kill. There's no more war to fight. And uh, Dave's got himself a cushy desk job, uh, and he's stuck in a bit of a rut, isn't he, man? He's the poor guy. He's like he's in a dead end job. His marriage is kind of getting really boring, and uh, then out of nowhere, surprise, surprise, life isn't extinct in the galaxy. A race of kind of insectoid aliens turn up called the Kalar, who want to use Earth core as a nest for the queen to breed and. <laughs> hatch their brooding this is just weird man explaining <laughs> and uh that's then spurs dave on to you know pick up the guns and uh you know get back to his old self and uh, go killing things that's pretty much dave that's dave <laughs> that is dave uh, I mean, can just see, just, just have a look at the comments before we get into the discussion. We've got Liam Carey saying, the wife is with me too, no domestics this week, I hope. Rightly so as well. We don't want no falling out. <laughs> and I can see we've got, uh, we've got Tom Harris here on Facebook as well, joining us. Yeah, look at this. You know, we're, in we're all over the place. Well, are we on Facebook too? We are live on oh, wow. Facebook too. Yeah, we're, we're all over the shop. Yeah. That's new. That's I did not know that. Yeah, I did comic not then. <laughs> yeah, comic deal <laughs> says uh, they should have kept it digital, easier to right click and select delete. Oh, oh we know what his score is going to be. Hey, someone's had a bad week there. <laughs> All right, so who's going to kick us off then into the discussion? Shane, seeing as it was your pick, let's avoid you. See what I did there. See what I did. Oh, uh, let's go with Phil. Oh, okay. Um, We'll get the formalities out of the way. This is no right. secret wars. <laughs> I agree. It is no secret wars. <laughs> um, this book, um, one, it was an absolute breeze to read. Mm. It was so quick. Like I feel like I wanted more. Like I needed more issues to go with it. In a good because, way or a bad way? In a good way. This is the thing. Like Comics sometimes can be too... Like if it's too cosmic and too uh, bog it down, this didn't do that at all. But at least feel like it could have done more. But um, thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, haven't really read anything outside the normal, like ADW image, the kind of independent people I know of. So was it Monkey Monkey Brains? Was it or Monkey? Yeah, yeah. Monkey Brains. So fair play to them boys. Um, yeah. So this follows Dave, who's going through a midlife crisis and. Uh, he was once this fighter robot who is almost like a bit of a celebrity, but his celebrity status has died down because there's no fighting anymore. Everyone's a piece, essentially. 
but I loved the way like they basically they had like the robots have taken over the world, but they've basically fallen into how humans really live their life now. Born nine to five jobs, stuck in traffic, you know, F and blind at the traffic, all sorts of things, problems with their marriages, their children. It's basically like a reflection of a you know, an average man's life, I suppose, really, isn't it? Yeah, they essentially just kind of that I think he says at one point, doesn't he? He said the problem we've been built by humans is that, you know, we just emulate them now. You know, the, 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 there's no war or anything to fight, you know, we just fall into kind of how humans live their lives. Mm -hmm. And um well what I got from it too is like maybe because the the, the technology's ob obsolete, like like in today's phones and laptops and things, they come to a point where they're they don't function any better but they haven't evolved that much to be able to create new ones. So mm. they're almost like old tech and that's why they're kind of like dying off essentially. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just seeing the comics here, right? just saying uh, hi to Martin McFadden here. Hi guys, I'm new here. Howdy to you, mate. Um, hey, and uh, we've got uh, James Boyd here as well. It really is live <laughs> on Facebook. It's like having a nerd. <laughs> somebody listening doing both barrels there yeah crazy yeah, yeah so I mean, for me personally i um i enjoyed this one if i'm honest with you um i don't think it was anything um anything huge um i won't say it this is going to blow people away for anything but um let's do what we usually do and, and start with the artwork um let's let's drill down on this thing um Scott, what did you think of the art? Tidy. Like, it was. It was just like... In, in a literal sense or in a kind of slang, yeah, it was tidy. <laughs> in a Welsh way, oh, it was tidy, but... Um, no, it was. Like, yeah, in both senses, uh, you know, uh, people should know by now that I'm a big fan of, like, the clean like clean lines and stuff, and I think, I think that was there. Um, Design-wise, I think... You know, it's uh, it must have been tricky to design all of these robots to look differently. You know mm. what I mean with their with their faces and um, what they were wearing and yeah. um, stuff like that. I mean the the um, alien ships and the aliens themselves were just gross. Um, I think the bit the bit yeah the bit that um, sticks in my head is when the the queen is like giving birth yes. in the core and I just like the, mm, mm. you know, the hole that the eggs are coming out of. It just looks like, you know, <laughs> even you talking about it is making me wince a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of, I don't know, like the way it was drawn and stuff, it kind of just made me like, like feel gross, but like laugh at the same time um, with some bits. And then, um, you know, especially with with the fight scenes and stuff, they were uh, they didn't hold back on the <laughs> extremities, I guess, when they were just thrusting hands through heads and uh, yeah, this got really signs. violent. It's worth noting there for any <laughs> yeah. any people watching. Like, don't give this to your kids. There's like a lot of swearing. <laughs> um, there's a lot of violence. I mean, at one point, I think Dave kind of like. He's taking out a bunch of aliens and doesn't he doesn't he rip out the spinal column and then well, he grabs the other one with it. Yeah. So he yeah. grabs his head, the skin of his head, and pulls it all the way down, <laughs> like peels him all the way down his body, grabs his spine, and then just uses it as like a floppy sword. 
to kill everyone. I mean, Ooh. that would make more combat characters wink, wouldn't it? <laughs> just <laughs> finish <great>. him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just to say what you you were talking about there, Scott, about you know how the artist. Um, you know, did did quite a good job in making all of those robots look different, and they did. They all not only did they look different, but they all kind of had their own style as well. Yeah. And I've just got to say, like, I'm gonna make a confession, like, right here. Like, did did anyone else think like Tina was a bit of a hottie? Like, <laughs> she was, man. Come on, be honest. Especially with her see through midriff dress skirt thing that she's wearing. Yeah, yeah I mean, she was if, stuck up though, wasn't she? If, <laughs> oh god, yeah, she was a nightmare to be honest. <laughs> I just if Dave had all... to choose the uh, if Dave had to choose between the sisters, he chose the wrong one in terms of the ox. <laughs> oh look, <laughs> that's very superficial of you. Tina, but... Tina's better looking than Sally, um, but Sally is a nag. <laughs> she was really yeah, nice. She, she was. She left yeah. him I... as soon as they had yeah. a child. Why she was, to me, she was like my least favorite thing about this book. Um, yeah. You know, poor Dave. Who really essentially, do you know, he reminded me of Dave a little bit. He reminded me of like Sean from Sean of the Dead. That kind of like hopeless, yeah. kind of slacker, kind of. Right. And even the humor I found was a little bit similar to that kind of Sean of the Dead type thing. But yeah, his wife well. drove him at the wall whenever I'm like, just let Dave save the planet, man. Leave him alone. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I found her irksome. That's the, hmm. I think that's the word that comes to my head is irksome. She just, she just yeah, bugged me. Although I love the part whenever, um, just before he went to go the battle, and he almost had like a daydream, and like she was leaving him, and all of a sudden he's changed his mind, I'm gonna fight these aliens, and she's changed her mind. Yeah, and I love like, you. Yeah, I love you, and all, but then it's like, oh, that's not real. That's not real at all. So she could have been a good character if she had the battle been real. There's that heartbreaking scene as well, isn't that when they're like over breakfast and. Um, for something that's quite slapstick and, and full of comedy, like that was a really heartbreaking moment. When he says to his wife over breakfast, he's like, do you even like me anymore? Mm -hmm. like, and she just said, that, it's a bit going. harsh. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. just We're like, not getting into this now. Yeah. I, I read that in the first issue, there's back matter. I love a bit of back matter in a book. Yeah, they were good. And I read, the, just, I only read the first one before I'm going to go back and read the rest, but Ryan Ferrier is the writer and he had this, he had this specify, this is not based on my, or like it, Dave's having a midlife crisis. I am not. This is not my life on paper. <laughs> because basically, Dave, before he wanted to go back and battle all the aliens, he was a bit of a deadbeat. You know, he was, yeah. wasn't, was you know. But um, back to what we were saying about the art, like Valentin, Valentin or Valentin Ramon is the artist. But I just get the impression with this book that these two fellows have got together. I thought, what would happen if robots take over the world? We'll just mm -hmm. do it. We'll write it and we'll draw it. And I've just had yeah. fun with it from start to finish. They haven't yeah. had to research anything. They've just kind of just put it in paper and that was it. It did seem very like two friends had got together and just had this idea, didn't you know? But not in a bad way, in, in quite a good way, you know, like that it was just two people having fun with an idea that they maybe came up with in a pub. That's yeah. kind of like it, the fun element of this book. Just before yeah. we go any further, let me catch up with some of the comments here as well. Uh, we've got Perpetual Comics here saying, I got 40 pages into this one and gave up, started reading Secret Wars again. <laughs> He spelled it with Wars. a four as well. Look at that attention yes. to detail. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, I'm just going to catch up on these as well as we go in down here. Just make sure I haven't missed anyone else here. Uh, comic deal saying robots robots cannot get sexier than C3PO. Hey, whichever way you swing, mate, it's all good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, uh, I love that about this book. I love the fact that it was just like two guys had just come up with this idea uh, in a pub and they just made it all happen. And I love the humor as well. I'm, I, I, I'm, because I, I, I'm such a miserable person, right? In real life, like yeah. I struggle with the comedy in books sometimes. Sometimes I'm kind of like, you're overdoing this, and now it's making it a bit cheesy, hmm. for want of a better word. And I didn't get that vibe from Dave. I'll be honest with you. It actually got me right in the right place for me to find it funny, but not kind of just go, oh, really? Anyone yeah, else? Yeah. yeah, I've been in bad form the past week, to be honest, and reading this today, and it cheered me right up because it was so funny, if you know what I mean. Like, it wasn't, like you're saying, it wasn't too cheesy, it wasn't too much. It was just a nice level of hilarious. Yeah. Um, One of like, my favourite is... Um, Dave's boss that tells him that he hates him and I just need you to know that and you're really bad at your job and I just need you to know that he just <laughs> ended everything with I just need you to know that it's like all the time though isn't it and like there's another moment as well where he like pops his head around the doors and he's, and he's like just nothing you are doing right now is good like I just need you to know that yeah <laughs> there was a, a part where the, the the boss um I can't remember who it was the aliens must have exploded him or something or killed him anyway but he appears in the next scene wearing like a neck collar Oh, that's how like Dave punches his head off. Yeah, Dave oh, punches him, didn't he? Yeah, he's, wearing, he's wearing a neck collar, like, <laughs> if, like he's a robot. Like you support your neck. It's just, it's just silly and stupid. But the whole thing, but it's it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, there's yeah. The, like apart from the writing, there are so many just there are so many visual bits of comedy in there as well that you know you could you could miss if you don't pay enough attention. Like there's just little like billboards in the background and yeah. the whole neck collar and stuff like that, and it's just. And, Go on. The, the porno that Scotty is reading. Did you notice <laughs> when the when the camera turns around and you see Dave and you see what the holographic robot is doing? In the, in yeah. The <laughs> well, I think I just couldn't stop doing it. Could he? Like, everywhere Should explain to the people listening, like and watching, like Scotty was quite often playing with his nut and bolts. Yeah. <laughs> reading the porno. So, <laughs> um, a line uh, that's related to that is uh, something like. Or like you, you can't stop. Or just like you need to go and bust your nuts and bolts, <laughs> <You know? laughs> something like that. And I'm just like I love all the play on words. Like, um, yeah. you know, they never said for God's sake. They would say for job's sake, like Steve yeah. Jobs. Yeah. Um, and and what, um, William H. Gates. <laughs> yes, and, and uh, sweet baby Gates as well. Sweet baby thing. Gates, and they said that like you know their their heads, you know, instead of their minds being messed, they they were saying like, oh, my head is defragged, yeah. and there's just yeah. little like the computer terminology in there is really cool, and for anyone who is um, is up on that computer terminology, will appreciate those jokes. Um, for anyone who's not may struggle, and just it might just go past them. I think like the humor. Um... I quite like the way that they integrated that into them. They were like living that human life, but it kind of like, it made sense that the language for them changed as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was similar, but it was kind of more like you said, like relating to technology. And I thought that they did that quite well. Just see a comment here from comic deal. He said he found the humor to be childish, trying too hard to be funny. And for me, just totally missed the mark. Really didn't work for me. I'm afraid. See, on that, to be Ooh. fair, whenever I first started reading the character Scotty, I just thought, what are they like? What's their impression of like teenage boys? 
like going around saying brat and bro and like you know doing things to himself it's like they just they were gone too far but to, to be fair to scotty i thought he was hilarious throughout the whole thing once you're yeah. watching get past that it's like i thought he was great I think that's that's definitely got to be worth pointing out here as well. I think, um, and comic deal in in the chat there, mate. In, you can say if you agree with this, whether you found flaws out or anything. I think the characterization of Dave and his wife and Tina and Scotty and the boss and the sleazy workmate that he has, yeah. well, they are all so well done as characters. Uh, it's hard not to fall in love with, especially Dave as as a character as that kind of underdog protagonist like it, it, it's it's so difficult to just say nope i'm i'm not into that especially um somehow they showed emotion even though their faces never changed you could see the emotion on the characters you know yeah. when you were reading the words and you were looking at the scenes and the panels you could see that they were emoting even though they weren't you know i don't know if that was just me but Every time, Dave, did you notice as well that Dave, Dave's light, like that, you know, that is his eye. I don't know why I'm doing this, like, I just look like <laughs> a idiot, <laughs> right? But his light would change from like red to green and stuff, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, red was that change way. different colors. Yeah, was there a blue as well, or was that just me? Yep, is there a blue? There was a blue, most it was mostly blue, blue, wasn't it? Yeah, the sad Dave, then, like the kind of depressed Dave. <laughs> So it was green happy and blue was neutral and red was pissed? I guess. It's like a mood ring. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back now and just try and like work out what all the moods were like for, yeah. the, uh, for the colours and stuff there. But the, the point there is that I, I find him a really lovable character, even to the point after I finished it, not while I was reading it, but after I finished it, I thought, yeah, would I like this in an animated TV show? Like, you know, a mature... And I thought, yes, I would. Um, yeah. And that surprised me because when I was reading it, I didn't really get that vibe. But after I'd finished reading, I thought about that and I thought this would work really well. It's kind of one of those, um, you know, kind of animated shows. Geared like an adult college. swim. Yeah, 100%. perfect. Yes. You think so as well, Phil? I agree, yeah. I think, again, same thing. Throughout it, I wasn't really thinking that. But when I finished it, like I've said to you before, like there's two more series off it. I want to get more of it now. Because it was so kind of quick and you know to go through, and I think a TV show would work. It'd be a cult hit, of course, and it won't be widespread, but I think there's an audience for it. Shane, how about you, mate? Oh yeah, I would watch it hands down. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love. Four that. out of four. Blimey, we actually agree on something. What's going on? Whoa. Don't ask comic deal. <laughs> or, or Andy. Talk to the comic deal, just reading that his comment, he's replied here to us. He says, uh, the characters worked. I think the humour took away from it. I think it could have been a dark comedy if he didn't settle for masturbating and pee jokes. <laughs> the pee joke, though, did make me laugh because he just stood in front of Dave and just peed on his car while he was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing that I got. Like, it's just... It's it's so... It's, it's stupid. It's so stupid and so silly. That's why it works, if you know what I mean. I think if you start to kind of take it too seriously... And expecting really top end humor, that doesn't work. I just think it was just so silly. Yeah, um, and uh, we've got uh, Liam here. He's saying, uh, "I kind of agree. It felt like it could have been an episode of Futurama." Yeah, that's mm. kind of true. Definitely could have gone down that road. I think. Um, and Perpetual Comics is saying it had a feel akin to Deadpool meets Futurama. Yes. I had mm. a bit of a Deadpool vibe from it. Um, just 
just for the, the stupidness of it, really, mm. um, if you know what I mean. Um, like he, yeah. he would tell Sorry not to do something, but then he would do something just as good <laughs> as almost. Just as dumb, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've got the new here. He's saying uh, it's no Rick and Morty. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I, I love the fact that David Scott like is... This is like a small detail, but the fact that like they're wearing Converse shoes. Yeah, I noticed I that. Find really, like, I don't even know why. It's like, why, why are they wearing Converse? Like, why is they playing black <laughs> shoes? Like, why is it having Converse? Yeah, I think that the I got the vibe um, that they were kind of going for that kind of, even though this was out in like 2015, which essentially kind of just reprinted those 2013 issues. I got the vibe that they were kind of going for a kind of like 90s kind of thing with the kind of Dave the Slacker. And uh, I just got, you know, like those 90s sitcoms. I got the vibe of that from it more than anything else. Yeah. I can see, I can see that, especially with the style. Um, everything did look, even though it looked futuristic, it really looked really old as well at the same time. Mm. Mm. We got Amy here saying uh, it's stupid. Silly and simple, which makes great comedy. Would also love this as an animated series. And uh, GP Venema from Pete here, he's saying, I'm sold. Sounds like my kind of funny. There you go. And yeah, just a quick flicking. hello to the Murray 200. He's joined us as hello. well. Hello to you. Just flipping through back some of it. And we mentioned the colors changing on his eye. It also mm-hmm. goes red when he's in the traffic. Oh. He's stuck on his car in traffic. <laughs> it goes red. So it's just, it's just rage. <laughs> Yeah. I love that scene because he's trying to get his phone to phone home and it plays the radio and it yeah, yeah. Work. <laughs> Do you know what I loved about the phones? Because obviously they're robots. They've got like phones. Yeah. Going. They do this <laughs> when they talk. They hold their thumb and their finger as if we're holding a phone, pretend phone. I love yeah. that. There was just something incredibly childish, but <laughs> that lovely that they still did this like, hello. <laughs> yeah. It's the little things like that that just made this book just so much so enjoyable just so much fun yeah. to read just the little things that just add up to just something great like yeah it's a simple book but you like art wise and stuff like that you can tell there's a lot of thought has gone into it um yeah. just to develop this world and how these characters react and stuff i think it is clever i think what they've done but in a simple slightly dumb way and it's it's fun you know <laughs> It created the yeah. world so well, so quickly. Just the first few pages just told you yeah. everything you needed to know. Yeah. That was it. And it just worked. I think you have a point there, Shane. I think you have to remember that, you know, that those two guys did all of this just in five issues. Um, and although it does have its flaws for me, uh, I know it sounds like we're gushing loads about it, but it did have its flaws. Uh, like I found the art, um, although clever, it was still very simple. Um, it does look like a book that it's kind of like for all ages, you know, like that kind of book. Uh, yeah. But it's not. It's clearly <laughs> not. <no. laughs> all ages. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. But the the art does give it that vibe of kind of like, and I, I don't know whether that kind of put me off a little bit. Um, uh, again, it's not a huge criticism, uh, but I did find it was quite simple, the art. It was cleverly done, but it was simple. Yeah. I don't know why I'm finding this really funny, but I just found something I never picked up the first time around. Whenever Scotty's playing with his nuts and bolts, he's got um, he's got two rolls of toilet paper beside him, a box of Kleenex, and oil lubricant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love as well when he when he does it in when he does that in Dave's car. 
and Dave tells him to stop and he gets out and he shorts around his ankles and you can see that he's completely flat there so he's not doing anything There's, I don't know what, what motion he's doing because he doesn't have anything he's not anatomically correct and, and the, the, the thing the thing the banter between those two um because dave essentially uh like they order their son that's how it works with robots <laughs> forgot he was coming so, yeah and he forgot yeah. that he'd ordered his son um and at first the banter between those two uh it did kind of irk me a little bit i was all like mm, okay here we go but by the end of that fifth issue i think those were some of my favorite parts that that between the father and the son thing you know like there's that one bit isn't there where you know like um dave you know saves the day and uh they emerge from that kind of explosion that happens and uh he's kind of like yeah take that and then the mom's kind of like um and he's all like oh yeah yeah dave <laughs> 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 it's funny. It's so we've, got, we've just got a comic deal here as so I was saying, uh, I think the parallels that robots created by mankind eventually fall into the same trap as mankind then responds to an external threat almost the same as mankind until Dave breaks the mould. Eh, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Could have been absolutely amazing if handled by a better writer. Ooh. I think a special show as well. bringing the death. Oh. President Hillary as well, I thought was quite. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, she was. Awesome. And I love that she was just so useless, and she just surrendered instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Yes, everyone, we're surrendering. That's it. Yeah. I won't be contacting you again. This is the last time I'm contacting you. <laughs> we Remember, will be surrendering. I've just realised as well that we went wacky races, and that had Trump in it, and now we've read this, and this has got Hillary in it. I'm just wondering, maybe we're going to get, you know, we're just going to go through the president's man. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. We're going to find Obama. <laughs> yeah. but I, I love every name having one or two numbers in them. I thought that yes. was just fantastic. What a great little touch to just come yeah. up with when you're world building to begin with. And then having to pick all the names where you've got to be like, right, E is a three, I is a one. You know, five is an S. You've got to go through all the alphabet to see which ones you can and can't use and then try and fit names in with that. That was really good. Yeah. And we've got, some, we've got Liam here. He, he agrees with Comic Deal. I'm presuming about that it should have been a better writer. Okay. Sorry, Shane. You've got new character. I was just going to mention gay robots. Had a gay couple in this book. So, and it was handled pretty well. I've got was, that his, his, was that his old army buddies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, was say, yeah. I was not traumatized by their appearance <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah because it didn't really make an issue out of any of it i don't they never actually turned around and went oh yeah we're gay you know like yeah. you, you just kind of naturally come to that conclusion anyway don't yeah. you yeah. you know from reading it yeah i thought that was yeah. a nice little touch didn't need to be in yeah. there nice little touch that they added i like they, they hug him at the end as well you know like when mm -hmm. when they won't help him and they just kind of like but we wish you well and like, you know, yeah. that was a nice moment group hug well. It's so much emotion from faceless robots. It was crazy. Mm. Well, Perpetual Comics is saying language. that annoyed the mm -mm, out of him, Shane. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I, I can kind of see why people are polarized with this book. Um, but for me, the, the magic really is, and I, 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 for, I apologize, I forget which one of you has said it here now, but the, the magic for this comes in the little details for me. It's the the, yeah. the numbers in the names, like Shane said, 
it's the robots that all do not only look different but have their own style you know it's the um like you said there scott as well about the the way that they've thought about the terminology and kind yeah. of tried to mix that in with the human language to make it kind of fun as well it's those little details that really i think in five issues make this kind of stand on its own two legs for me it's simple on the face of it but the more you look into it it has depth yeah there's one panel as well because there's no animals in this book because obviously the robots have killed every living thing on the planet but then they've created robots there's a little bird that flies by the window that's a robot yeah, bird. A robot bird. Bird. Yeah. yeah yeah perpetual comics here he's just clearing that up he says the numbers in the names is what annoyed him not the gay robots <laughs> oh okay <laughs> he's just clearing that up okay that makes more sense that doesn't want to be labeled a homophobe yeah. that's okay. a romophobe a romophobe <laughs> oh dear Oh man! Yeah. So, did anybody else find that about the details? Like, if you took a lot of that away, do you think that this would have been as good? Oh no, no, no way, no. That no. Was yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think, I think you know, building, they created it all, everything for a reason. Like, say, two friends sat there and they didn't just say robots. Then they're now in control of Earth. They sat there and they went, "What would the world be like? What would they have? What would their names be?" What would they call each other? What would they say? You know, so they sat there and they did think about it. They did build a really good world. Mm. Did anybody have a particularly favourite moment? So let's just we'll go around. Shane, did, did you have a what's your favourite moment of the, of the book? Um, I my favourite moment was when um, it was towards the end of the book when uh, Dave gets on the mothership and all the aliens are eating dinner at the same time. And he just walks in and he's like, menu's changed, come get some. And it then goes four minutes later and he's just killed like a dozen of them. I was just like, yeah, Dave's a badass. Yeah, I really like that. Phil, how about you? Did you have a favourite moment, mate? I can't say I had one particular favourite moment. I've mentioned a couple of times. I just quite liked everything with Scotty in it. Like the one you mentioned before, whenever he was like... Uh, you know, go on to the mothership, blew up all the aliens. He was cheering, and he goes, "Nope, nope, oh no, Dave, that bird, like that kind of change in, in tune." And it's just kind of whole uh, uh, brat bro. I just thought it was funny. I, I liked all that. Scott, how about yourself? Uh, for me, I think it was how mundane Dave's life was, and then when it all started to go, how savage and creative he was with his killing um you know like we said earlier the bit i think the fight scene with the whole spine floppy sword <laughs> thing and then it's just like a panel is like he's he's coming against like two three or four and then the next panel is a pile of dead bodies and him just holding the spine and i think <laughs> i think that's my favorite moment just that it's just savage creativity in how he dealt with all these aliens he enjoyed it so much, though, because even if you yeah. see when Scotty first finds the hollow recording of him beating this poor alien to a pulp, says he is having so much fun. He's doing wrestling moves, he's <laughs> running, he's kicking him, and the alien is just like, oh, my back. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. <laughs> he just has so much fun killing. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I enjoyed the interactions with him and his boss. Um, and, and, that moment where he kind of rushes in to kind of download um, the thing, you know, the kind of a virus that he's been working oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then when he leaves, he's kind of like, he just kind of rushes up to his boss and just clucks him with that, that completely removes his head. And then as Phil said earlier, like next time you see him, he's got like this neck bracer. 
just thought that was that was great. That was really clever as well because not only did he lose his job, um, and you think, oh, it's just a job, but then you find out that they're actually terminated once they lose their job because that is their purpose. Yeah. So yeah. then he gets the yeah. police after him to come and deprogram him. That's, yeah. That's well, that literally where all start kicks off there, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like they're running from the law, and he's trying to save people at the same time. Just Scott, before we go any further, though, Comic Deal saying he did like the end where it wasn't the typical happy ending. Um, Dave and his wife don't get back together, still separated, sharing custody of that shitty son of a <laughs> And Amy says, Scotty definitely brought in some sass throughout, which was hilarious. I agree. I did enjoy the interaction stuff today. Shane, sorry, you were going to say something there? No, I just, I loved when um, the police show up to arrest Dave and yeah. Scotty just dives at them and just kicks the female cop in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a bit of a badass, really, isn't he? Like, Scotty, turns out that he's like, he's not just all kind of bravado. He is actually yeah. quite a, a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a legend, isn't he? He's his father's son. Somehow. Yeah, he, joined, he, joined, <laughs> he joined the ranks, didn't he? At the end, he, he's joined the army. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Dave has a kind of part-time army thing going, doesn't he, at the, at the, at the end there as well. Um, which I'd be interested, having not read uh, the stuff that comes after this, which is Dave 2 and Daveocracy, I think, are the sequels to this. Yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see whether you know we pick up from directly after this or Shane. Shane's kind of nodding like, don't don't spoil it for us, Shane. Nope, I won't say a word. <laughs> Comic deal will love the the sequels. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think Comic Deal is going to be reading Dave too. <laughs> yeah, I put money on that. I, don't, I think. <laughs> I wonder what you prefer, Dave two or that uh, Doctor Who issue we had in that unboxing the other day. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't very happy. He wasn't even Oh, <laughs> uh, you just saw his soul just crumble mm. and just disappear. It was just like it's like that Simpsons episode where Lisa breaks Ralph's heart. You could just rewind it and pinpoint the moment when Andy's soul just crushed. I thought you were talking Dave there. You, you mean comic deal, right? Yeah, he's talking about his unboxing. He didn't unbox it, and he got he, he, it wasn't a very good box. But uh, and he, he's actually saying here, yeah, oh crap, they made more. Like, <laughs> they did make only two more, sadly. Hopefully, they'll bring another one out soon. Really I, would, I would like to see more. I really would. Yeah. I'm really I, enjoying I, everyone's uh, participation in the comments right now, saying, put in numbers as letters yeah. wherever they can. <laughs> yeah. That's, Thanks, that's guys. That's great. Fun. Yeah, the effort is uh, he's amazing, really, the people yeah. are going to. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. So do we feel that this, because, again, we have had a lot of nice things to say about this. So do we have any negative points here? Um, yes, in a way, but not so much with the book itself. Like, I just feel like the characters, for example, the built here wouldn't really work anywhere else in another, in another scenario or such. So the way they've made the book fits everything perfectly. Mm. The art, even though it is basic and neat and tidy, um, it, it, you know, with, especially with the aliens, for example, I know they're meant to look gross and almost turd-like, but I mean, they, they could have maybe <laughs> made them a bit more, I don't know, dominate or something, a bit more kind of, yeah, uh, like instill more fear. But yeah. And I agree to, to an extent with James too with, with the um the comedy. I, I did love it, but there were the few instances where I went too far. Like if you recall the the part where uh 
Microsoft crashed and Scotty was yelling, I've just DVR'd um, Bad Boys 4. I just like, stuff <laughs> like that. It's just like, it's like well, you know, I'm just, they're just referencing the movie. So many sequels in the future type thing, just for the sake of it almost. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah. Completionist. Yeah, the noob saying here, damn it, the completionist in me needs to read the others now. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think it. I, th- I think it did have some some negative points um, in here as well for me, um, but I, again, I, I, it's not a massive. I don't think there was a lot of bad stuff to say about it. I mean, I know what what you said there, Phil. Like, they're not huge criticisms, are they? You know, compared to some of the other stuff we've read. Yeah, it's nitpicky. Like I would say mm. for me, the, um, the daydreams weren't really needed. Right. That's the only thing for me, especially the one. Oh, right I like the daydream, Shane. But the one before the invasion was a little bit confusing because the invasion happened. He, you don't know if he's telling his wife that the invasion is happening in his daydream or if he's telling her in real life. And then yeah. he seems yeah. to just go about his day, but the invasion has happened. So how did he know it happened? Because that was a daydream. Yeah. So that little that got a little bit confusing. And, and the, the fake funeral in the final mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, I was going to say on the start of that where he. <laughs> Tells the story of how he died, but then at the end he goes, "I didn't Sorry. actually." <laughs> yeah. It was just—it just felt like a little bit of filler. Just they didn't have enough stories, so they just kind of went, oh, "We'll just add this bit at the start just to mess with people." I don't know, but right, they were trying to get you to think, right? When's it going to happen? When's it going to yeah. happen? When's yeah. it going to happen? And then it doesn't happen, so it was just messing with you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You—you you know what? I never really thought about it until you guys have just said that. But you are right. There was some kind of. Like, like that funeral thing, you spot on there, I think. Because, yeah, look, thinking back on it now, kind of like there was no point to that bit. Because he kind of, like, if he had have died and this was a kind of like run up to that bit, then it would have made sense. But he didn't die. So why were we looking at a funeral? So, yeah. I, I, I the only daydream he liked was when he was in traffic, he got out through the car and then just mm. snapped back. Because we've all had that daydream in traffic, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, folks. Are we uh, do we have anything else to add on discussion points from your notes? I have one thing: the yeah. alien weapons. They were blasters and not just pieces of wood, weren't they? They looked like they were carrying just like twigs, and they didn't fire them at anyone, did they? Or did they? Uh, I don't like... think so. That's a good point. <laughs> oh no, they did. They did. They did because there's that one part where there's a couple running in the street. I think he's his name, Jeff, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw Jeff." <laughs> and they'd like shot him in the back. So okay. I think I think they well, did fire it. Just like a twig or just like a carved out gun, like a, just a wooden <laughs> replica they were holding. I weren't sure if they were real or not. I thought because they said the robots weren't fighting back, I thought it was like in, again, in Simpsons when the aliens come down with a nail in a stick and it was just like to threaten the robots. <laughs> 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 I think that would have been, that would have been funnier if they weren't real guns, if they were just <laughs> props. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Any anybody else got anything in their notes they would talk about before we do final thoughts and scores? Notes. No. Nope. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Notes. Uh... Right. Yeah. It's got to take notes. Right. The glasses are going on, folks. It's time to get serious. We are gonna do final thoughts and scores. I've remembered my password, so I'm logged in here, ready to take down people's scores. And again, people in the chat here on the live show, if you want to put your scores in the chat, I will take those two, and we'll get an average of what the chat is saying as well. 
Oh, so it's not going to be high. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, how about you? Final thoughts and scores, please, sir. Okay. Um, art, uh, I think, like we've said throughout this, you know, it was uh, it was nice. Design was good. It was detailed enough, but it was kind of flat um, in terms of like color and like you know, it had enough detail. It didn't have loads. It just had like bare minimum kind of thing sometimes. Um, uh, story um it was it, i know it was a serious kind of story but for a reader it was fun uh it was simple it had a you know easy to follow plot um you know there's there's not a lot i can say bad about it but it's not been as good as other stories if you know what i mean um uh but yeah i think you know there's uh, the characters are really fun. The jokes, for me, they weren't too much. I think it was like a nice, happy level uh, throughout the story. It was serious when it needed to be, funny when it could be. Um, you know, all the references to the, you know, the computer terminology and the names and things. It was just all cleverly thought out, and I really enjoyed it. But, um, yeah, there's not a lot I can say was wrong with it, but I can't say it was fantastic. Um, it was just a good, simple read, and I'm going to give it a seven. Ooh, seven. Above the average mark there. Okay. What is the average mark? Well, I suppose five would be like middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. Like five, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have got Comic Deal here saying, it reminded me of a 16-year-old writing their first comedy script in a media studies class. Mm, yeah, I kind of half little agree uh and we've got a uh, perpetual comics here saying uh it's no pulp right okay phil how about yourself final thoughts on scores please sir while you do that i will take down people's scores in the chat here all right um as i say i i thoroughly enjoyed it it was fun but it was meant to be fun comics don't always have to be you know introducing a big bad and some big cosmic thing or whatever and indies as well to an extent if they're releasing a new book, they'll struggle to get people onto it after book one because you need to relate to the character straight away almost in an independent book. And people will relate to this quite a lot. Um, Art-wise, it was plain, it was basic, but again, I think it suited the book itself. Mm. Um, the humour, and I think some of the comments are right, like the humour... It does kind of remind me, say, someone mentioned Futurama, and I suppose Futurama was 20-odd years ago, and it does fit that kind of humour as well, but it wasn't written 20-odd years ago. It was written five, six years ago. Mm. So, again, I thought it was really good, really enjoyed it. It had its place in the book that I'm happy to have read, but it's not the best thing I've ever read. So I'm going to kind of be fair to all the other books we've, we've scored, and I'm going to give it a 6.5. Cool. Oh. A six point five on the board there. Um, okay, Phil, thanks for that. Uh, just having a look at the scores here, we've got Perpetual Comics who gave it a four for effort. The Noob gave it a six point five, same as you there, Phil. Amy comes in with a seven, and um, we've got Liam Cartwright says, "I really wish I could write this solely on art and concept, but as it is, I was left wanting more." I was left feeling like it could have been more and thus only a 5 out of 10 for me. Okay. Uh, we've got a, a, a 7 
from uh, T1 Collectibles Gaming and Movies. And we've got Comic Deal coming in with a, 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 it's an A out of 10 for me. Like, what, so, is that here. a 10? That's a Sounds like a 10 to me. Cheers, Jane. We ain't counting <laughs> letters. We need numbers, man. Okay, Shane, how about yourself, bud? I love this book. This was one of the first indie books that I'd ever read because um, for the first 20 odd years of collecting comics, it was just DC and Marvel. So this was one of the first ones and it showed me that there was something other than superhero books and I loved it. The art, like Phil said, it fits this book because I think the robots are supposed to be simple and I think the art is supposed to be very clean because you notice when the aliens show up, it's a lot messier. And But I really love the artwork. I really love the story, the characters. I ugh, Nitpicking to find anything wrong with this book because it's not a 10, I'm not going to lie, but it's not a 6.5. <laughs> so this, um, for me personally, um, I enjoyed reading this standalone issue more than I did other books that we've read, um, like Pulp, Pulp uh, Secret Wars, even the Wonder Woman book. I enjoyed this more. As much as I love that, I enjoyed this more because... It's just a world of its own. You don't need any backstory. It gives it everything you need to know. Sit down, read it, done. This for me is a nine. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Coming in with a shocked face. Yeah. I mean, wow. yeah, it's, it's very, for me personally, absolutely loved it. Hey, that's why we take the average score, man. Yeah. I will read this again and again and again. And now I'm going to go and read the second two, and then I'll probably read the first one again in a couple of months because hey, you never know man we may see them you know daveocracy or dave too we may see them on the nerd earth as well man that's um, true thanks for that shane uh, i've got your score down there as well for me folks just uh, on a recap for me i don't think i think i've covered most of this stuff really that i i say um i found the art simple but i think maybe like what you've said phil like it it fits it was adequate um it ain't gonna blow you away you know, you're not going to look at the page and go, oh, wow. But it was clever. That was the thing that, that saved it. It, it, it. What it lacked for in skill, I think. And again, I'm not knocking the artist there. But it, it, it made up for in cleverness. Um, so that's kind of where I lie on that. Um, I did kind of like the 90s humour. I, I, I think, again, I agree with you, Phil, on this one. I think at some points it did cross the line a little bit where it was too much. And I don't mean in the sense of like they told a joke that was a bit of a wrong gun or anything like that. It just it was a little bit kind of mm, made you feel a bit kind of all right, stop. But again, there wasn't too much of that. And for the most part of it, it was completely enjoyable uh, and to the point where, like I said, uh, that interaction he has with his son, with Scotty there ended up. It started out being something that I was kind of like, this is going to bother me. And then by the end of it, I loved it. So I haven't got any major flaws of it, uh, to be honest. It's not a groundbreaking book. You're not going to read this and go, oh, my God, this is the greatest story arc ever known to comic book. Dumb. No, that's not what this is. Um, but it's a fun read. I think if you want something, if you're having a bad day and you want to be cheered up a little bit, I'd, I'd say read these five issues because it does work. Uh, for me, I would, again, putting it in line to what we've scored, everything else, uh, it's a seven for me as well. I feel bad, no? 
No, you gave it an honest score. Don't ever feel yeah, bad. For no, your score. no, that's it. You know, this is a safe space. There is there is no reason for you to feel bad. I would like so, to mention the overuse oh. of uh, the word butthorn. Yes, yes, <laughs> there was a lot of butthorn mentioned. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Let's see then where this falls on the infamous nerd herd leaderboard. And if I can find it on here, I should have keyed this up already. I was too busy kind of like listening to what you guys are saying. See, this is what happens. The leaderboard there. There we go. So last week we had Harleen shoot straight to the top. And the average score that we have given this, the herd gave it a 5.9. But we on the screen here gave it a 7.4. So Ooh, that puts it just above maximum carnage at number three, from what I can see there. Number four. Number four, yeah, sorry. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> sorry. What are you <laughs> shaking your head for, Phil? <laughs> maximum carnage was fantastic. <laughs> Too long. 14 issues of, <laughs> of wonderful comic reading. Hey. You know, that's oh, yeah. that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's what they say. That's we all we've given our honest scores for both that and this. That's where it's fallen. I think the big thing that surprised me there is the disparity between us and the herd here as well. They give it a five point nine. We've got a seven point four. Wow. Yeah, it's that's that's like we, we were quite close with Harley last week. Uh, I think it was only kind of like a point four decimal in it. Yeah, that's a huge gap. Between us and, and, and the herd there. Wow. Yeah. We didn't have oh, any dear. big fans, did we? Well, they're, they're obviously big Carnage fans. <laughs> 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 okay, folks. Well, that concludes our discussion about uh, Dave from IDW in 2015. Hope you've enjoyed that. And again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we just Let's just read a few comments that we have here as well. Uh, it says, is there any spawn short runs asking a question? Uh, comic deal. If Maximum Carnage had more jokes about <laughs> masturbating, it may have scored higher. And Amy Nichols said, I would love you guys to read Saga at some point. Another great read, Amy. It's one of my favorite books. I like, I hadn't read it. Issues. I've only jumped, I've only recently jumped on it. I bought the first three trades and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, and we've got Perpetual Comics here saying, great show, lads. I salute you, Gino, Shane, and he's put the numbers in there. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. So that. before we go, let's let the people know what we're going to be reading next week. And next week, it's worth pointing out, it's going to be the kickoff of the festive season, seeing as we'll be in December. So mm. we're going to start our Christmas-themed reads throughout December. And... Uh, does anybody want to volunteer and let people know what we're going to be reading? What are we reading? We're so organized. Marvel Zombies, isn't it? Oh, yeah, zombies yeah. Christmas yeah. Carol. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I do I believe from that. 2011, uh, published by Marvel. And I think this is a five-issue uh, retelling of the Christmas Carol story by Charles mm. Dickens. I'm cover. looking forward to it. Yeah, the yeah. covers look great. I'm actually really looking forward to it. Yeah, I've not read any of it yet. I've not moved on. 
uh, and read any, but I will say from what I've seen of the artwork, it does look pretty cool. Yes, I've nice. only checked out the covers. I haven't looked inside. Just looked at all the covers, and they all look oh, pretty you, good. You've not peeked. I haven't you've peeked. A... Nope, haven't had a turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, folks. Before we go, uh, do you want to briefly uh, uh, wrap up and just let people know what you've got coming this week on your own YouTube channels? No. Yes. <laughs> Scott, go for uh, it. Uh, all I've got coming up uh, next Tuesday, uh, 7 p.m., will be a backstory chat with Tom from T1, T1 Collectibles. Hey. Yes, that's all I've got planned. Uh, I may, if I get any books, I may chuck it on if I, if I fancy, but that's all that's scheduled so far. Excellent. Phil? Well, I'll have my kind of deep dive into uh, Sea of Sorrows from came out last Wednesday from IDW, mm -hmm. so that'll be on the channel soon enough. And I've got a few action figure unboxing and reviews to to put on as well, but I just plan to do it over a few weeks to take time off YouTube a wee bit. Can't wait for that stuff, mate. It's going to look really good. And uh, Shane, how about yourself, mate? From the 1st of December, that's next Tuesday, I will be opening the first door of my DC Ushis Advent Calendar, and I shall be opening one door a day for the following 23 days. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're only going to be really short videos. Like, I'm trying to keep them under a minute or just like barely over a minute, so they're nothing major. What kind of stuff do we get in there, do you know? Or is this getting, surprising? getting little Ushis. Oh, okay. Do you know what an Ushi is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going, ooh, okay. And I haven't got a clue what one is. You Do want to explain? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. we got to cheat it to find out. It makes sense. Uh, we've got a fan of Sea of Sorrows in here as well. Firehawk. Yeah, it comes quite highly uh, recommended, that one. Okay, folks. I think that's it. I think we can we can wrap it up there. Um, unless anybody else has anything to add. No. Nope. <laughs> All that remains to do then, as every week, get your waves out.